Hi, I'm Pastor Lupi. God calls me Faith. And we are live here from our recording studio in the city of Indio, California, in the United States of America. And uh, this is the church. And we are broadcasting live to the church globally all over the world. This is a live broadcast. We are under the inspiration of the Spirit of God. We are being led by the Spirit of God to speak to this generation about what God is doing, what God is saying, and what God is speaking. Let us invite the Holy Spirit today. Let us bring the presence of God and let Him have His way. Why don't we ask Him, Holy Spirit, come because we need you. We need you so desperately. We need you more today, more than yesterday, Holy Spirit. We know that without you, there is nothing that can be accomplished as you will it. But with you, all things are possible. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here today. You are welcome in this hour, in this generation, in this live broadcast, and in this ministry. It is your ministry, Holy Spirit, that we long for and desire. It is the Spirit of God that we desire in this hour and in this generation. We are desperately hungry for you. And I know that more and more people are getting hungrier for your Holy Presence. God is awakening us to the very need of the only one that can. That can what? That can do all things that can make all things possible to the only one who is able to make changes, to do what needs to be done, God himself. God is speaking to us about revival. He's talking to us about revival fire and the fire of the Holy Ghost, how much we desperately need to receive the promise of the Father to receive the Holy Ghost and fire in this hour and in this season. God is stirring up a, a hunger in us, desperately desperate for God. Desperately desperate, even if it's a few here and a few there and a few over there, in different nations of the world, different cities, different ministries, different families. It doesn't matter if it's two or three. God says that there He will move and there He is. And see, in this hour, and I'm not just talking about this hour of broadcast, I'm talking about the times. The Spirit wants His people to discern the times. What God is doing, what God is saying. Why are these things happening as they are happening? America, United States of America, God is speaking to us. And every nation in the whole wide world, God is speaking to us. And there has to come a point in our lives and a point in time in which you and I begin to acknowledge before God just how much we need Him. We need to acknowledge before God that we are not able See, we've been trying to fix things in the world, in government, and everything has its place in, in life, 
in society, in the government, in the schools, but there's many things that we are not able to handle anymore. This world needs hope. This world needs something real that we as human beings cannot offer to the world. There's many things that we cannot stop. We cannot stop the, uh, the missiles that are, that are going uh, back and forth. But if, if God steps in the picture, he can, he is able. No one can really heal a, a sick person from a terminal illness unless God comes. God is able. And see, it is the Spirit of God that can come in and transform a nation. It is a time in history in which we are being called by God, Church of Jesus Christ, and all over the world to a state of being, to come to this acknowledging before God and, and just uh, remember who God is and uh, us acknowledge before God just who He is and what He is able to do. And if there's any time in history in which we need the Holy Spirit, the revival fire to fall again because He wants to uh, deliver people, He wants to bring hope, He wants to bring peace, He wants to bring healing and restoration, He wants to bring His goodness to humanity, He does want that. But see, God is waiting for us to acknowledge before Him that we are not able. Churches, pastors, Christians, we cannot give to the world just another good, eloquent message. The world needs the Holy Ghost and fire. The world needs the fire of the Holy Spirit to be flowing in the church and through the church to all humanity. It is the Spirit of God that we should be hungry and desperate for. And God is awakening that in a few and a bunch. And in all over the world, there are people that are longing for more of God, more than yesterday, God. We need revival fire, and God wants to give us revival fire. See, when the fire of the Holy Ghost comes, there is transformation. There is so much power that is manifested on earth. And what was impossible with man is possible with God. All of a sudden, uh, humanity meets God. And this God begins to manifest what is humanly impossible to do. Someone that's hurting doesn't need a good message. They need the power of the Holy Ghost. Someone who's in bondage and in addictions and torment, afflicted. They don't need another nice message. They don't need all this technology to, to, to come to them. Although we use technology to get the message across. What the world needs is the Holy Ghost. The world needs revival fire to come upon this generation. Last year in May, as I was flying back from Mexico City, I wasn't even, I was just resting my mind, resting on the way back to the United States of America. And the Holy Spirit said, America will be reborn. See, America will be reborn 
means a whole lot of awesome things that will take place. America being reborn, how can we be reborn unless we are reborn of the Spirit of God? And see, God begins to make deposits in His people so we can proclaim the message and begin to call upon God to give us the promise according to His Word according to what he speaks to us. And he says, America will be reborn. I am here to tell you that we are expecting revival, not just in the city of India, as he promised, because he, he will pour out his spirit in India. If we stand firm till the very end, until we see the promise come to pass, he said, I will pour out my spirit in the city of India, California, in the United States of America, and all nations will know what I am doing in that city and see that should put a hope in us and an, ex, an earnest expectation especially to come before him and call upon him until he pours out his spirit and I'm here to tell you that God is is going to pour out his spirit all over the world in a very end time glorious outpouring but before that he is going to begin to send revival the nations, the city, the ministries, the families or the individuals who are, are bowing before God, who are, are on bended knees, calling upon God. God, send us revival fire. The revival is here to revive us from a state of being in which we have lived for too long as Christians, as, as a Christianity, as a, as a church of Jesus Christ, as ministers, as husbands and wives, as men and women, young and old. And we need revival fire, but God wants us to turn to him and acknowledge before God that we are not able to change the world without him and that he can and uh, that that's why we call upon God, send us revival fire, God. We need revival fire. But it is not going to come unless God finds people who are willing to turn to God, bow their knee and begin to call upon God and uh, call upon God and let him fall fresh on you uh, this day. As long as it is called today, we need to stand before God and bow before God, believe before God and acknowledge before God, God, we are not able, but you can. And we need you. We need revival fire. America will be reborn. What about your nation? God wants to birth by the power of, your, of his spirit. He wants your nation to be reborn, your ministry, your life, your household, your family, your marriage. See, we need God. We need the spirit of God. We need the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that he would send us the comforter. The comforter is the Holy Spirit and it doesn't matter how he comes and what takes place when he comes. We need to be so willing to accept how God wants to send us revival fire. Pastors, ministers, all you who are at the front of a ministry, we cannot pray for revival fire and yet we pray conditionally uh, as long as it's this way and that way and that way. Uh, uh, unless it, it, it fits our mold, our, our traditions, our culture, our customs, our denomination, uh, if it's not to this or not to that, we want revival fire. God is not going to pour out his revival fire upon a a 
person or a ministry that is putting conditions on how God should move. The Holy Spirit, when he comes, he invades. He doesn't ask for permission, but he comes because he finds people who are seeking him, hungry and saying, I'm desperate for more God more than yesterday I need you today God we need you today America needs to come before God we need to come and repent before God we need to come seeking and inquiring from God God this is too much for us to handle this is this is going nowhere unless you come Holy Spirit we need revival America needs to be reborn in this battle without God in the spirit realm and in the natural realm we need God we need revival fire we need the Holy Spirit we need the Holy Ghost and see if he if he decides to fall this this very moment and he wants to interrupt this word that's exactly what we're longing for even if we come here we're gonna be uh, 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 broadcasting some revival messages Revival fire messages. And it might not have a very cute pulpit, a very beautiful background. It might not be so perfected before the eyes of people. But if the Holy Ghost comes, that's all we need. Because the Holy Ghost will come and revive the souls, revive the heart. There's people that are hurting all over the world, in the church and outside the church, in the families, in the marriages, the youth, the children, they're all hurting, looking for answers, looking for hope. And the only way we can provide true answers, true hope, and make a real uh, change and impact and influence this world in the church and outside the church is with the Holy Ghost, with revival fire and see we might we might be people who are not too accepted in society we might not even have a, a, a seminary school a theology that backs us up but we have the Holy Ghost in us we have this heart to see Christ glorified here on earth to see lives transformed to see the power of God in action once again the church is being brought back to its original state and the only way that the church was ever successful is through the Holy Ghost falling fresh upon the the people of God with men and women who understood the power of prayer the power of fasting the power of this communion with God without disconnect the total obedience and a total dependence upon God and see we are being stirred up by the Holy Ghost and by things that are happening they're not meant to break us they're meant to draw us closer to God when the Azusa revival fell in 1906 here in Los Angeles, he didn't fall in a, 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 upon this beautiful, large ministry that everything's so pre-planned, so perfect, so cute, so loving, that, that so stiff in other, in other times. He fell upon a, a few uh, 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 of, the, of the rejects. I like to be a reject. If the fire of the Holy Ghost is going to fall that way, that's going to mark history and see they were locked out of the church the acceptable way of doing things 
before the eyes of people. They came and put locks on the door and they threw this man out. This is when uh, the whites and the, and the blacks were not uh, working together or there was segregation. But it was the Holy Ghost that brought a unity. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, he does things his way. So it doesn't matter if we don't, if we, if, if we are, if we look to ourselves and we say, God, we, we don't have it, what it takes to make a change. We don't know what to do anymore for this family to be transformed, for this city. Ministers, pastors, we need to begin to call upon God. Christians, we need to begin to call upon God. We need revival fire your way, God. We want revival fire your way. If it takes us just, just singing gospel songs all night in prayer and fasting, and that's the way you will come because you find these hearts that are so hungry for you, desperate for you more than anything, more than yesterday. And we acknowledge before God, we need revival, God. America needs revival. The only way that we'll be reborn is if the Spirit of God falls upon America. And the only way these, the Spirit comes is when He finds people that are calling for God. God, you are able. We aren't able to make a change. We are not able to change anything unless you come, God. And see, America needs to come before God. We pastors, ministers, Christians, men, women, the church of Jesus Christ all over the world, we need to come before God and uh, inquire of him and uh, repent. We need to repent before God for our sins, the sins of our nation, the sins of our government, the sins of those in authority, the sins of the church of Jesus Christ, the sins of the priesthood, the sins of the men and the women in the church, outside the church. We need to repent before God and acknowledge before God we're far away from being the real church, God, the true church, your way. And there's always a remnant that God reserves for himself. And we are indignated in the right type of indignation. And we are the ones speaking to this generation, saying, generation of Christians, we need to repent. In the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20, the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, he heard some news. Three kingdoms were coming against him. It was a vast army. And uh, the rumors came to him, the, no the news came to him, hey, uh, these three kings are coming against you. It's a, a very great, a vast army. And, uh, and they, were, they trembled at the reality that they had a powerful enemy against them. And, uh, and the, the king, the leader, it could be a leader of a home, a leader of a ministry, a leader of a nation, of a state, of a region. But the leader uh, took the right resolution. And the, he said, the Bible says that he became resolute about coming to seek the Lord. And he called for a national day uh, or time of fasting and seeking and praying uh, before God, in the presence of God. Because the enemy was very close to coming against them to coming all, all over the, the, the nation, the, the Jewish people, God's people. 
And they took a fasting time, a prayer time, a seeking time. America and every nation and every ministry and every minister and every Christian, young and old, this is a time where we need to uh, take a time out to fast and pray and begin to seek before God. Because out there in the spiritual realm and in the natural realm, we're facing uh, uh, many things that we cannot change. And see, our bullets are limited. Our medical resources are limited. Our finances are limited. Our, our, our people that, that can be with us is limited. But with God, nothing is limited. Everything is possible. God can do more than we can ever imagine or ask for, the Bible says in Ephesians 3. With God, all things are possible. With man, this is impossible. It is impossible to change things, change the course of history, change a whole nation that is given over to sin. It is impossible with man, but with God, all things are possible. And God is wanting to pour out revival fire. He's wanting and willing to pour out his spirit because he doesn't want to bring judgment upon any nation or man or or minister he is compassionate he is slow to anger he and he is forget he is he forgives our sins all he wants is people of God who will unite in prayer unite in fasting and come together in one spirit one mind one accord you can be in Africa I can be in the United States someone else in China someone else in Mexico and South America Central America but we could be united in purpose God we need you send us revival fire if we just take time to do that God will move God is wanting to move so powerfully and he's awakening the church all over the world. I want to move in your city. Call upon me for revival fire. I want to move in your ministry and uh, through your ministry. I want to move in your life and through your life. But call upon me. Seek me desperately. The Bible says that, that, that if we humble ourselves, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, that if we humble ourselves, we come before God and seek in prayer and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. See, we can't come and, and ask for the blessing if we don't turn from our wicked ways. And see, we repent for our own lives and ministries and families. We repent for our nation. We repent for the body of Christ all over the world. We repent for the priesthood. And we repent for the nations around here. And uh, we repent of all that has taken place. All the things, all the innocent blood that has been shed. We repent before God for the idolatry. We repent for being so cold. We repent for denying Christ through our lives and lifestyles and our words and our actions actions and our thoughts we repent before God and God will pour out his spirit and there will be transformation in the nations when God finds people who will humble themselves this is a time in which God is calling us humble yourself come and seek me with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul with all your strength and uh, turn from your wicked way seek my face and then I will hear from heaven and heal your land See, government is not the answer. Whoever can provide for us is not the answer. Although all these things are placed, they have their place in, on earth. God is the answer. 
And if we want true, full transformation, we want the power of God in action here on earth, then we need to pray, God, we need revival fire. We need the Holy Ghost, God. This is more than just to have a really good time in a service. I am talking about life and death. I am talking about uh, uh, health and, uh, and, and be able to uh, have peace, be able to advance with the kingdom of heaven here on earth, be able to take territory, be able to establish dominion in our cities, in our government, in the schools, in the atmosphere, in the spiritual, in the natural realm, in the nations all over the world. I'm talking about the revival fire of the Holy Ghost as when he came in that day in Azusa, on Azusa Street in Los Angeles, California, here in the United States of America. God wants to pour out His Spirit, but He wants us to make a resolution. I am going to seek God and see we are standing firm and not wavering in our faith. We are believing that God said, I will send you the comforter and the comforter is the Holy Ghost. And he said, I will, he, Jesus would baptize us with the Holy Ghost and fire. So we are calling upon God in Jesus name. And we are asking for God to send us the comforter, the spirit that will come and infiltrate the hearts of people and bring comfort comfort to the nations, comfort to society, comfort to the families, to the ministries. And it, it is only done by the Holy Ghost on fire. And see, the king and all the people, the men, their wives, their children, their little ones, they all came in fasting and prayer, seeking God. They came together and they began to seek God. And the king said, God Will you not judge them, those who are coming after us, God? See, if we take the right character, attitude, and, uh, and the way we approach things and do things, if we do it God's way, acknowledging God, we need revival. We have sinned, and, uh, but we need you. We know we are not able unless you come, God. We need revival. But see, there's an acknowledgement that we have to go through, and that's acknowledging that we can't. We're not able. We are not able. You have to understand. We naturally are not able to transform anything unless revival fire comes, unless the Holy Spirit comes. And the king said, we have no power to face this army. We have no power, God, to face the, the, the spiritual uh, demonic attacks that are taking place, that are intensifying. We are not able, God, to transform the church unless you come. We are not able to change the minds of the people. We are not able to heal the hearts. We are not able to provide real, true, uh, eternal answers and true hope for the people unless you come. We are not able, but you can, God. We need Revival. We need your Holy Spirit. The church is cold. The church is backslid. The church is asleep and dead in many ways. The church has no power. God, we are not representing you as we should, as we ought. We need your Holy Ghost. And the king says we, said we are not able we don't have the power. See, as long as we can trust in something or someone, as long as we can bank on something, have a crutch on this, or be able to rely on something or someone, we will not acknowledge before God how much we need God. See, there's so many 
so much technology, but yet the world is still getting worse. We have really cute messages on the pulpit, and some are trying to be uh, uh, funny on the pulpit, but that's not providing hope. We, we can have all this good music that sings about Jesus, but it has no power because it's ha it has no spirit in it. We need the revival fire to fall again. And uh, it doesn't matter how bad we look. It doesn't matter if it's a drunk, if it's an addict, if it's someone that's bound on, on this or that or in depression or angry or mad or sick or dying. It doesn't matter. The fire of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God will flow and uh, transform and change and restore and make restitution when a people gather together or come before God and say, God, we have no power. We are not able. But you are able, you can, God, send us your spirit. King said, we have no power to face this enemy. And uh, this king did the right thing. And God is calling us to the same thing. We have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. Maybe your home is being attacked your mind, your health, your finances, your future, your calling, your ministry, the city, the, the nation, America. We have an enemy in the natural realm and in the spiritual realm. Now, who are we going to side with? What are we going to do? What are you, church, going to do for your nation, for your country, for your city? What are you going to do for your family? What are you going to do? You're being attacked. There's an attack. There's a, 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 a ferocious, a vicious attack from the spirit of Antichrist, from Satan himself against the people of God. What are we going to do? Are we going to allow him to take territory? Or are we going to stand with the power that no, no kingdom on earth or in the, in the spiritual realm uh, has power over him? the Lord God, the God of Israel, Jesus Christ is Lord. Are we going to come before God and, and say, God, we need your spirit? There's a vast army attacking us. I, I, don't, I don't have what it takes. In fact, I need you, Spirit of God. I need you more than yesterday. I need you more than that that I lost. I need you more than what I'm trying to change. I need you more than anything and anyone. I need you more. Send me your spirit. Send me revival fire, God. And then the king said, we do not know what to do. As long as we think we know what to do, God cannot come in and help us. Nation, if we walk this way, where we think we know everything and just what to do, we'll never turn to God for answers. If there's always someone we can turn to and, and, uh, and go around seeking God, then God will not show himself powerful. He will not uh, pour out his spirit. He will not send the revival fire. Uh, all these cities, all these cities and nations need the Holy Ghost. 
the homeless, the outcasts, the prostitutes, the rich, the poor, the black, the white, the brown. We all, the young, the old, the, the married, the divorced, the widows, every single person needs the Holy Ghost. But God is waiting for you and I, church, the church, all over the world, to get it right with, with Him. Come in agreement with God. God, we need you. We can. We're not able, but you can. Send us revival. Send us the fire of the Holy Ghost. Send us the comforter, God. Send us revival. Send us revival fire, for we don't know what to do. If you can humble yourself and acknowledge before God, I don't know what to do. We've made a mess out of this thing. I've made a mess out of this thing. It could be your life. It could be your marriage. It could be your family. It could be your, at school. It could be at work. This Christianity, we have made a mess out of this Christianity. That's why we see no power. That's why we see this constant uh, doors open through which Satan has a grip and keeps getting territory. And that's why the church cannot, cannot really establish dominion on earth because we need the Holy Spirit. We need to repent before God. We need to acknowledge, I need you, God, because I don't know what to do. Us pastors, we need to get it right before God. I don't know what to do, God. And see, that is what God wants, total dependence on Him and total obedience. We need to turn to Him and say, like this king, He was the king of Israel, of Judah. He didn't have a problem acknowledging before God and before the people, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And this, I don't have the power. We don't have the power to face this enemy. But, oh God, here we are standing in your presence until we hear from you. I don't know how long it took for God to answer, but the Bible says that the men, their wives, their children, their little ones, the leadership, the kings, uh, everybody, the army, the priests, the Levites, the priesthood, everybody was there waiting on God. How long are we going to pray and wait until the revival fire, the Holy Ghost comes? And he invades and he transforms and he provides the answers. And the Bible says they stood in his presence. See, when you come before God, you understand why and how important it is to wait in his presence. I don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Pastors, ministers, ministries. If we only tend to do things as we see it, Whoever's, what is so-and-so doing? How are, how are they doing it? The Bible even says, and I know we're past 30 minutes, but the Bible also says God is rebuking those who are preaching or giving messages, and they're saying, you're stealing words from one another. And you say, the Lord says, when I didn't say that. And uh, you haven't sat in my counsel, because if you did sit in my counsel, you would speak things that would turn people towards me. So see, this is a time in which God is bringing a rebuke, exhortation to us and all of us Christians, all of us who profess the name of the Lord. We need to sit in the counsel of God, wait in the presence, get in the word, 
find out what it is that God is speaking to us right now and develop a hearing ear so that when you hear messages like this one, you don't stumble at it. You don't turn off the, 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 the means of communication through which you are hearing the message, but you sit tightly and you say that, that of God. And that is the spirit of God saying you need to repent you need to come and humble yourselves before me and I will send you revival. And see, the greater way that we humble ourselves is just throw your hands up in the air. You wait in the presence. The, the greater the, the humbling in a, in a city, in a nation, in a ministry, the greater the revival that will come. We want a major revival. We need to majorly humble ourselves before God and wait in his presence. And the Bible says that the spirit of God came upon one of those who was there. And he began to speak a word. And see, that's the word for you and I right now. And he said, don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. See, we need to get our thoughts right. We think that the devil is so much greater than God in the way we speak, the way we, the things we do or the things we don't do. There's fear all over the church. God is saying, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged because of this vast army that is coming against you. Because of what you need to do and face. Is that because the battle is not yours, it is mine. God is going to fight our battle. But see, God will move through a people that humble themselves before him. Until we hear the word, personally, family, marriage, home, ministry, the church, for our nation, we need to repent and humble ourselves and wait in the presence. Total dependence, total obedience, and uh, total humbling ourselves. And uh, he says, stand firm, have faith. Have faith in God and he will uphold you. He will defend us people of God. Have faith in God and he will uphold you. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. We need to hear the voice of God, receive it, apply it, live it, humble ourselves and believe that God will fight for us when we live in this way, in this state of being. And God in that moment one of the, uh, some of the priests, some of the Levites got up, began to praise the Lord uh, for he is good, his love endures forever. And they began to worship and praise this awesome, mighty God, not the battle, not the devil, not the army that was attacking them, but this mighty God. And there was great praise in that place. And see, we need to understand this. But before we get the victory, we need to humble ourselves and just say, God, we need your spirit more than yesterday. Every day when it is called today, you need to desire desperately. We all need, but individually and as ministries and as a body of Christ, every day we need to live this way. I need you more. I need you more than yesterday, God. And he will come. Revival is coming. And revival will come sooner than soon 
to those who humble themselves, believe, have faith, and stand firm, unwavering faith that God will send revival fire. God will send the comforter. God will send the Holy Ghost and fire. And God will fight our battle. And the enemy will go and, and will kill itself. The own enemy will kill itself like it did in the, in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. You let God fight the battle, but we have to do our own, what we have to do as God says, don't be afraid, don't be as encouraged, tomorrow morning you go, take your positions, your, your, your battle positions, and, uh, and, and you believe, you go and face the enemy, you go and face your situation, but understanding that I am with you, it's time to uh, join together in prayer, it's time to join together in, pray, in prayer meetings and fastings and prayers. It's time to go to communion with God. Now, I'm not just talking about taking the bread and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about get in the counsel of the Lord. Get in a relationship with God where you hear God. You live by every word that comes forth out of his mouth. And your life will be radically transformed to the point where you will be able to transform lives. Revival came to Los Angeles, California. Revival is coming to Indio, California. America will be reborn uh, when, when God finds all these people who humble themselves. We humble ourselves before God. And in every nation, the promise still stands that if we repent, he will come and there will be a, a refreshing of our spirit, of our lives, of our countries, because the Holy Spirit has come. May God bless you. I'm Pastor Lupe. God calls me faith. We need the Holy Spirit. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is moving through this message. I pray it will stir you up to the point where you get in the presence of God. You believe for your country. You believe for your city. You believe for your ministry. You believe for the purpose of God for your life, for your family, for your marriage, for your parents, for your brothers and sisters for your business, for the call that God placed in your life. God is awakening the church. I am a voice, and the church is a prophetic voice speaking to this generation. May you hear the voice of the Spirit of God, and may you take action. May you humble yourself before God. And one by one, we unite all over the world until God hears and sends us the Holy Ghost, and there is revival fire that comes. And in a split moment, things will change. God bless you. Until next time, bye-bye.